I want to welcome everyone to FreightWaves Live Chicago. We could not be more happy to be here in the Windy City. I know a lot of people had some travel delays, cancellations, so I thank everyone for joining us today and tomorrow. My name is Emily Zink. I am the news director and anchor for FreightWaves TV. We'll be talking much more about that in just a bit. So my background is in TV news. I'm a former anchor and reporter. And what drew me to FreightWaves is the fact that we do data and media so well. It's, it's an unlikely pair for me, and I could only think of one other outlet that does data and media as well as we do. So, of course, me being the journalist that I am, when I got to FreightWaves, I wanted to know the story of how we became such a successful media entity. Because it, it's pretty surprising. You hear the saying how one event could change your entire life. I think one weather event may have changed the course of our entire company. So as the story goes, FreightWave started out with one journalist. His name is Brian Strait. He is still employed with the company today. He was hired because FreightWaves was having a problem trying to find PR and marketing representation. Quite frankly, I don't think people understood what we were trying to do. That wasn't the only issue, though. News outlets within our industry weren't even covering us. So the idea was get Brian Strait in to write about freight waves and other industry news. Well, Hurricane Harvey is about to hit. The year is 2017. Brian Strait's on vacation. Instead of bothering Brian on vacation, our CEO, Craig Fuller, says, I'll try my hand at this whole writing thing. So for those of you who don't know, while Craig was at US Express, he ran logistics for FEMA. So obviously, Craig knows a thing or two about the logistics that go into preparing for a hurricane in the aftermath. The story that Craig wrote blew up, got thousands and thousands of page views. And from there, Craig's like, I think we're on to something. So we kept the momentum going. We went from one journalist, being Brian Strait, to the 40 that we have today all over the country. I want to bring out Ellis Smith. He is our general manager of content. And he can talk much more about the editorial side of things. Ellis, come on out. Nice seeing you, Alice. Right. Thanks for having me. So that's an incredible story. One person started writing for Freight Waves, and now we have 24-hour coverage. How do you go from one to 40 people so quickly? Well, it's about hiring uh, the most talented people you can find, and it's also about, it's a story about expansion. We started out really in trucking, and we've got you know diesel in our veins, tribal knowledge in trucking. Uh, but what we quickly realized is that the story of freight is much bigger than trucking. Everything's connected. And there are, when there is a, whether it's a storm, a, a winter event, yeah. or uh, like we had in uh, uh, this wonderful city uh, mm. yesterday, many of you trying to get here, that backs things up all through the supply chain. And so we started to get these other stories, and we said, we need to cover this. So whether it's uh, trucking or rail or or ocean, or air, or, or all the intermediaries who tie it all together. We really want to cover freight all kinds, all modes. And the thing is, we have a lot of people, you mentioned tribal knowledge, we have a lot of industry experts, a lot of people with decades of experience, but we also have a lot of great writers who don't come from the trucking background. Talk about how you pair those two together, and it makes for some amazing stories. Well, it really is all about the storytelling. I mean, we, um, you know, I've been in media now for uh, more than a decade, and in talking to people who are uh, who are doing this successfully, it's all about starting with the story and building out from there. And our story, a lot of times, starts with data. 
And so, you know, what does the data say? And we are blessed at FreightWaves to have access to a, to a rich treasure trove of data that we can then derive wonderful stories from that a lot of other people don't even know about because they're not, if they're not looking at the data, they're missing it. Um, so we also have a, a team of market experts, interpreters of the data who are, who are helping us say, well, no, wait a second, there's a, there's a new thing here that we haven't seen before. New equals news, right? That's a new story. So uh, a lot of it is, it's really looking at the news differently and looking at it from a market aspect sometimes instead of um, you know, what kind of engine does this truck have? Well, that's interesting, but you know, is that truck fully utilized? Is it, you know, what kind of capacity are we dealing with? And those are the interesting questions we try to ask. And you're always trying to continue to add more features, new things. You just added an audio feature, so if you don't have time to just sit there and read the article, Someone could read it to you. Where'd that idea come from? That was uh, Craig Fuller, actually. Of um, he gets mad. Uh, I give I give credit to to Craig for that one. Fergus, uh, our wonderful uh, uh, chief information officer, was able to implement that. It's so easy; you don't even realize all the work that goes into that kind of stuff. You hit the play button, and and it goes. And so, if you're in the car, or if you're uh, and you know you're not supposed to be reading in the car. I'm sure no one's ever done that. Uh, so hit that play button. You can listen to it. We've got a nice news voice that'll read it to you. And you can even queue up playlists. So you can say, I just want to hear all the maritime stories today. And you can actually do that. Yeah, it is a great feature. And watch this. Alexa, play my FreightWaves Morning Minute. Here's your news from the FreightWaves International Newsroom. A record-setting crowd has filled the McCormick Center for FreightWaves Live Chicago, the premier freight conference of the decade. Featuring rapid-fire live demos, keynote presentations from top-ranked speakers like Jordan Belfort, Ben Mesrich, Howard Green, and more. Plus, visionary fireside chats, live TV shows and podcasts broadcast on three live streams throughout the globe, the world premiere of Sonar 5.0. And more than 1,500 of the most beautiful people in freight tech, you. And you, and you, and you, and you. <laughs> Welcome, Dooner. Hey, Emily. <laughs> so this is Tim Dooner. He is the director of audio for FreightWaves. So that was his voice that you just heard. He does a FreightWaves Morning Minute. So if you have an Alexa, I would definitely download that. You get the top news every day, not just from FreightWaves, but from American shippers. So that's another great audio feature we have, and we continue to expand our audio platform. You have an interesting story, Tim, of how you got here and how you kind of heard about freight waves. Yeah. Talk about that. I mean, it's this. Yeah. Like a moth to a blue flame. <laughs> you know? When you, when you saw this, and part of freight waves marketing is what attracted me to you here. I was doing podcasting on the independent side, and I'd interviewed Craig Fuller on a podcast I was doing at the time, and his vision and the, the clarity of it and the noise he wanted to bring in here, it was pretty obvious that this was the amplifier I needed to plug my microphone into. And you've had a, like, a fast growth. You got here, what, right before we did Transparency sure. in Atlanta. You started with one podcast, yeah. What the Truck. What the Truck. You're representing that right now. Many of you have probably seen that before, an audio and video podcast. How many podcasts do you have today? Uh, we have over 10 and growing. I mean, what started out is just a passing idea with our creative director, Barry Carpenter, and our CEO, Craig Fuller, originally hosted by Chad Prevost and John Paul Hampstead, has grown into, you know, and then there was a bang of a cowbell and a flash of light, and now there's over 10 shows, and it's amazing. But the reason for it isn't really so much what I'm doing, it's that everyone out here is listening. Yes. And podcasts are so important. People 
love to just consume. They don't want to sit down and watch anymore. They want to listen. How do you tap into that market? How do you make content that people really actively listen to? I think it's because at the time I was listening to, people were trying to make freight podcasts, and a lot of them just sounded like converted webinars. And I have really bad ADD, so I, I could not pay attention to them at all. So I really just sort of borrow from the shows I like, the Bill Simmons of the world, the Joe Rogans of the world, uh, regular pop media, things that people enjoy, because I think that freight is absolutely fascinating, and it's, it's very entertaining. I think that some of these podcasts almost disrespect their audience in the sense that they make it so so closed off, where we're just trying to democratize the information and make it the kind of thing that you want to take with you when you're getting jacked at the gym or you're walking <laughs> your dog or whatever it may be that you're doing. Because podcasting, too, if you think about it, it's in your ears. It's so almost subliminal. And you create a relationship with the person that's speaking with you. And I think that if you tap into that, you can really communicate some great ideas to people, especially if you tether them into things like pop culture and the sound of a cowbell. Yes. If you guys haven't heard the cowbell he's referencing, you'll want to check it out. You guys are doing, you and Chad Prevost are oh, yeah. doing What the Truck Live on our live set out there in the exhibit hall, so you'll want to check that out. Talk about the fact that What the Truck was just audio before. Now yeah. it's video. Even the other day, we had two people call in, and for us, we're moving at a rapid pace, and we're just constantly adding to it. Where do you see a podcast like What the Truck going? I mean, I'd seen other podcasts, Joe Rogan himself, I referenced him, he streams his thing, and originally we were like, well, let's just put a camera in the booth. Yeah. We were doing very limited post-production anyway, and I like the idea of the challenge of just doing some of the bumpers live and just challenging ourselves to, to do it live and be able to do how we wanted to adapt it the way, and it was very easy. We were just coordinating with people inside, they would come into the booth, and as you mentioned, now we've added a new board that can bring in Collins, and it brings in this whole new dimension. So I think the, the next level for that is to, I don't know, if you see that studio out there, I think that might be a precursor of things to come. You'll be seeing on Freight Waves TV. And Freight Casts, you could go there and you have everything in one. If you guys are interested in listening to any of these podcasts, it's one platform people could go to. Where do they find this at? Just go to FreightCast on Apple Podcasts, right. Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere podcasts are heard around the world. It has ten, like we have over 10 shows now. It's a lot to click into. I follow podcasts, so I know the feed. But if you go on Freightcast, you get all of them there. So it's just a curation for, for the super fans out there. And we were talking about audio and how our, what the truck goes hand in hand, the audio and the video. We've been working on a lot of video assets for you guys if you want to check out our preview video. We do have breaking news to report yet another trucking failure. It seems to be a story we've been covering a lot this year. We get it. We're in a volatile industry. Sound speed. Speeding. But Freightwaves TV is here to keep you calm during the chaos. Every day we give you actionable insight and real-world perspectives from industry leaders. Who knew freight could be this fun? And if the supply chain is all about cooperative competition, so are we. FreightWaves TV celebrates your victories and highlights your successes. So sit back, relax, and we'll take it from here.
So one thing that when Craig was selling me on this job is he was telling me he wants to be the first streaming TV network dedicated to freight. And I could successfully say that just a week ago, we are the first streaming TV network dedicated to freight, as you saw at the end of that video. You can now download our app on Roku TV, Apple TV, Xbox, Android, Apple phone. So it's extremely exciting. I had one guy on my team, Jonathan Smith, who deserves a shout out because it is not an easy process to build your own app. But it was a big ask when yeah. Craig came. He's, he told me this vision, and I'm like, mm, I think you could do it because... We're ahead of the curve, but it's going to take a while. But I got here five months ago, so it hasn't even been that long. And we were shooting one of those shows on a GoPro. And if you look outside at our setup now, we have come so far. And it's just crazy to see how fast we're moving. And it's an amazing ride, and I've loved it. Sure. I mean, longtime conference fans, and long time, I mean... I don't know, six months ago in, at Transparency 19, uh, we got our first glimpse of you on the sizzle reel for what Freight Waves TV would be, and Emily Zink introduced herself to the freight world. Yeah, and people always ask me, what is Freight Waves TV? And we have another video that explains what it is. And really, it's just logistics news, freight news. We're covering stories. Obviously, it's a lot of articles we write on FreightWaves.com, but we're adding more context to it. So... Craig has his own show called Fuller Speed Ahead. Some His dad was on there. A lot of Shelly Simpson was on there. A lot of top industry leaders he'll sit down with and just have a chat like this. So it's a really intimate show to get to know people outside the world of what they do as their job. So that's Fuller Speed Ahead. Freight Waves Now is the show we are shooting on a GoPro. We use a lot of our sonar data for that. It's a great show. Some of you may watch it to make plays for the rest of the day. We talk to the broker, the shipper, the carrier, try to do high energy. And we really have, within five short months, months excuse me, changed the production of that. Off the supply chain is one I'm really excited about. It is, if you guys have ever seen Around the Horn on ESPN, it's a game show. We, Chad Prevost, your co-host on What the Truck, hosts this game. We have three panelists who are on, and it's it's a contest to see really who's more knowledgeable about a subject. So at 2 o'clock today, we're going to be doing a live showing of Off the Supply Chain right out there if you want to see it. We have some great panelists who will be on. One of my favorite parts of that show, though, is when you get to flex. You get to do <laughs> your almost TV news style inserts because... Yes. That's one of the reasons I came here was the opportunity to do more than just straight news, was to do some of the human interest stuff, to highlight some of the amazing people that are in the audience and in our freight world and the stories and the struggles and putting context to all of these things because to me, that is what makes Freightways phenomenal and to me, that is what separates us. And you mentioned the stories. So Craig had this idea. He wants to do a cribs, like if anyone's ever seen MTV, you go in, you check out someone's house, but his idea is called, we're going to pilot the show, and we've already shot our first episode. It's right here in Chicago. Right here in Chicago at Echo, so some of you may be in the crowd. Chad Prevost is the host for that, and we're really highlighting the cultures, the great offices, what's cool, and Echo, you've been there, a beautiful office, great stories, and so we're just going to continue to highlight the good that's going on in the industry, also the stories that you guys want to hear about. That's continually, people bring us topics, and that's what we're covering, so it's just crazy how far we have come in the past five months and how far we're going to continue to go. So 
get the app so you'll stay up to date. I think that's the best way to watch. So you could sit down, watch it in the comfort of your own home, sitting at the airport, watch it on your TV. So a lot of fun stuff. And speaking of fun, this building is just blue, just glowing. Oh, I yeah. love it. The LEDs everywhere. And this is because of Craig Fuller. Everything is his vision. TV was his vision. So audio was his vision. And so we're going to bring on out Craig Fuller, the founder and CEO of FreightWaves, so you can talk much more about this amazing event. Craig, come on out. Thanks, Oh, thank you. What's up? Nothing. What's up with you? Can we talk about just this room, the bug on the ceiling, the social media feeds? I was putting some pictures on social, and I think all my TV news friends are jealous. They're like, oh my gosh, where are you at? Yeah, LEDs. Yes. I'm, a, I'm a little, a bit of we as a, a farmer obsessed. So this is a, this is a new addition. Uh, I was talking to Freeman in, in the back, and they conduct Super Bowl, and they said this is the best use of ceiling height of any group that they've seen. So, and, and they were telling us that they will help us spend our money next time bigger <laughs> and batter LEDs around here. It's just, it's incredible. And the live set out there is amazing. Everything else in the exhibit hall looks great. Every event that you do, you guys were talking last night, think of how far we've come and how it's just kind of progressed and progressed. How do you make every event better than the last one? Well, it's I pretty think, hard. Well, I think, you know, as a team, when we, at the end of this event, and we do it with everyone, we basically deconstruct what we liked, what we didn't like, what feedback we get. So your feedback as an audience is important for us to basically pivot on things that didn't work. And we, we'll do some experimentation. We'll try things. Sometimes they don't go as expected or planned. And sometimes we, we find stuff that is really, really interesting and intriguing. I mean, one of the things we first did, and I learned this from pay, in the payments business, is we banned PowerPoint from live demos. Because I would go to these payments conferences and they would have these companies that would do demo technology, and they'd be showing what they were working. And this is banking stuff. It's fairly, you know, fairly rudimentary stuff. But they were immersing you in this technology, and you got to see it and experience it. And I, I wanted to do that in freight. When Lisa McGinty and I first started talking about the event series, it was, can we actually pull this off in freight? And we thought, well, we had videos, but it's actually worked, done well. I think it's it's an audience that's adapted to it, and the first one we did was pretty raw because no one had ever seen it in this industry, uh, but it's worked out well. You talked about banning PowerPoints. You also have banned something else, panels. I don't, Why I hate no panels? panels? Yeah. I, when sitting on panels, I hate doing them because you, as a panelist, you may get five minutes. You have three or four people, and I've seen people do six panelists. It's, it's ridiculous. And so it's all talking points. There's no depth in the conversation. And so I'd rather do 5, 10, 20-minute talks, one-on-one like this, because you can actually get into the depth. Because the problem with panels is typically a moderator will have a predisposed set of questions. And you do your talking points. The next person next to you agrees or slightly disagrees, and they expand on it. So you don't have any depth. And I think for us, we want to be about depth. Uh, and I think foundationally, uh, our demos are to immerse people in technology, and our talks are to immerse you in the conversation and the stories of the people that are here. You bring in top industry leaders, great keynotes. You we, have an we, amazing setup. We're here too. Well, I'm here too. Yes, we're all here. We all do. It's your vision, though, Craig. But yeah, you make this all happen, and everyone else does some hard work to get this going. What do you hope that people who attend this event get out of it when they leave? You know, I, hopefully there's depth. They walk, go to a lot of conferences, feel like academic. You, you, someone's talking at you, and they're very academic. 
what, I, what we hope is that people gain a lot of insights, really deep insights into what's happening, and they have fun. I mean, the, the, the worst thing about, all this content is streamed, and we will have probably a couple thousand people that are actually watching the content. So you can get the content elsewhere. Um, the value of coming here is the networking, and I think the immersion in the technology becomes really sort of core. And like I said, a lot of, uh, a lot of conferences will do technology conversations, but they're just conversations. And I use the analogy, it's like going to a car show without cars. And so you hear the auto executives talk about all the stuff that's impacting their industry, we're the cars. And yeah. so we're about showing and giving people a firsthand immersed experience, um, and that's what we're trying to accomplish. So, yeah. and then bringing in some of the top storytellers. Like if you look at the authors that we've had, we've had Michael Lewis, Gary Vee is sort of an author or a personality, yeah. if you will. Um, but what's, it's about people that can construct stories and have something to offer uh, that may not be directly in freight. Like if you look at it, we'll have freight authors, a freight conversationalist and thinkers w combined with sort of mainstream technology or business thought leaders that have written stories, and they're always great storytellers. And example is Ben Mesrick, which we're gonna hear from in just a few yeah. seconds. Uh, ben Mesrick has written some, you know, a number of blockbusters. His most famous one is the one that, it's called Accidental Billionaires. Oh, that, uh, I actually watched it on Friday. Me too, when you and, said that, then I went home and watched it, and Dooner did too. I, I had to watch it, because it's been, you know, eight, 10 years yeah. since I've watched it. And, I wanted to refresh, and it was interesting sort of seeing uh, the story of Facebook in those days and remembering what you were thinking in those days. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg was on Saturday Night Live. He was sort of cool. Yeah. He was, you know, awkward, but sort of cool. And then his, you know, his stock has really crashed. So it's just interesting to see that. And I think that's the thing that's really compelling is we're bringing in storytellers that can tell these stories. And so excited to have Ben here. So Ben is here. Um, uh, ben has written a number of books. So let's welcome Ben on the stage. Awesome. Thanks, Thank you, ben. Craig. Like,